and welcome to the Who's Podcast with me, Phil. Me, Paul. And me, Tony. Hey, Tony's back I for am. the first time in... About 300 years. Yes. We're trying to think last week, how long... When did we do the last commentary? Was that was it December or something? Was it? Beginning of December. Was it beginning of yeah. December? Yeah, it was, like yeah. Like yeah, so it's uh, been over... A, yeah, way over a month now. So, mm, yes, yeah. welcome back, sir. Thank you. Welcome back. Happy New Year. Oh, happy, new, I mean, happy New Year to all our listeners out there. Yeah, we've, already done, we've already done that. Have you? Well, I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't done it. I'm just going to start inviting people on now so they can say Happy New Year well into June. But they want a Happy New Year from me. So. Oh, all right. Now. Okay, fair enough. Are you happy now? Yes, I'm happy Good, now. good, good. Your New Year now. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Well, you're probably wondering what we're going to be doing this uh, this week then. Well, we're going to be doing uh, an audio commentary. And this month or this week, we've picked Destiny of the Daleks, that fondly remembered... Yes. Uh, Tom Baker story from 1979. Mm. Yeah. Now, um, this week we're only doing episodes one and two, and then next week you'll get episodes three and four. So we're we're, uh, we're breaking it up so you can have it in nice, uh, manageable sized chunks. Yeah, bite sized chunks. Nice yeah. bite sized yeah. chunks, yeah. that's it indeed. But uh, let's kick off then with a little bit of news. And first up, uh, Big Finish have announced some releases for January. And first up, we have a Colin Baker Sixth Doctor story called The Wrong Doctors. Uh, which actually features the return of Bonnie Langford as Mel Bush as well, yeah. uh, for yes. the first time in a long time, actually. I think it's 70, it says here a 71 release absence. Hmm. So there's been 71 titles released by Big Finish. That was the last time she was on there. So. Oh, yeah, there you go. So, I was about to say popular that. Popular demand. Yeah. <laughs> actually, um, I have heard one of her Big Finish stories, hmm. and she's a lot better hmm. on Big Finish than she is on the TV. Oh, right. Yeah, they sort of toned down the, the, the screechy, screaming side of things. Oh, she's getting old now, isn't she? Yeah, you'd have to. Oh, can we imagine that? What were the earphones? They're screaming. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, so that's something to do about the Doctor crossing his own timeline and everything, so that sounds quite good. Next up, we have um, a first Doctor one called The Flames of Cadiz, which is, I think it's more like a Companion Chronicles yeah. one featuring uh, Ian Cheston and Susan Foreman. This story, uh, played by William oh. Russell and Caroline Ford. Are they the originals? They are the originals, oh, indeed. Yes. Um, and that's all being caught in the um, Spain in the 16th century, and they're at war with England, and... Uh, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. So it's, it's a pure historical story, like they used to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, there's no alien involvement, as far as I can tell from this, so... Oh, which is, I think, something they should do now, actually, just do a pure historical yeah. story. Yeah. On the t- yeah, so that's good. But the big one... There's another one released called The Antimatter, which is a fourth Doctor story, and this one is the first one to feature the late, great Mary Tam ah, as Romana one. She played the auntie? No, Tone. She played Romana. Don't, <laughs> don't get disrespectful about Mary Tam. <laughs> you just Tam. said Antimatter. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you said. No, don't get disrespectful. I'll never do that. No, so no. she recorded them before she died ah. last year, so this is the first one to be released. Um, so, uh, yes. So I might have to... I haven't bought any Tom Baker ones yet. No. no. I don't know if I'm... I think I might... I'm, actually, I don't know I'm waiting for them to come down in price because they're not going to just yet, are they? I might as well just buy them and have, have done with it, I think. But by all accounts, they've been a bit hit and miss. I found I think the stories have mm. rather than... The, yeah, performance. the performances. Yeah. So did you say something then, Tom? I said, yeah, I found that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, give us your insight then, Tony. <laughs> your, your witty and pithy insight. Well, it's all, I've written it all down here. Oh, okay. I'm sure Fair we enough. talking about Fair later. Enough. Okay. Well, um, on to um, some stuff for sort of like for this year, um, for the 50th. David Morrissey, who you might remember played Jackson Lake in The Next Doctor, he said he would jump at the chance to return the Doctor Who. Ah. I don't quite know how. I liked him voicing Bob the Builder, personally. You know, he's That's done really well Morrissey. in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrong Morrissey, Tony. Wrong Morrissey. Oh, Smiths. You right? really are useless, aren't you? <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. Don't <laughs> you know nothing about nothing. Comedic license, dear. <laughs> when, you, when are you going to employ that, then? <laughs> Not this time, really. No, no, of course, sure. of course. He's going to go to the post office and get it yet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> as soon as he's a postman. Comedic license. Yeah. <laughs> Twelve and a half P. Oh, dear. Yes, anyway... Enough of that. Um, yeah, so anyway, I don't see how he could return, to be honest. He said he'd like to, but his character story's done, isn't it? I mean, what yeah. purpose would he serve now, really? No. Nah, so 
good an actor as he is, I don't think it will be worth no. it. But I think everyone's saying, oh, I'd love to be in Doctor Who at the moment. But there you go. I know I would. Well, wouldn't we all? Mm. You have to be an actor first. Do you have to get your actor licence to do that? Damnation, that's a good point. <laughs> ah, I see you're an old style actor. You could use like, damnation. <laughs> do you big, a big wide brim fedora and a cloak? Do you have a dresser as well? <laughs> I came in. Actually. It would just, it would adjust your cummerbund for you. <laughs> Pray continue. <laughs> I will, uh, dear boy. Yes, Freeman Aguman has ruled out a return to Doctor Who for the 50th anniversary. Um, wouldn't want everyone. Wouldn't <laughs> I'd welcome her back. Uh, mm. Anyway, yes. Um, apparently, she was um, some statement she made was taken out of context by saying that her agent had been approached to star in the, the 50th anniversary special. Well, it's no good for her agent to appear in it. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? No one knows who he is. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes, anyway. Yeah, anyway, she said, um, she hadn't said that, had been taken out of context. She is doing some stuff for the 50th, but it's like conventions and hmm. signings and stuff yeah. like that. But yeah. uh, well, she said that she was more than happy to do. So, there we go. There we go. So, uh, that's the news. That is, the, that is it. That is not a lot going on this no. week, is it? It's pretty poor. Yeah. However, with the second week running, it's a return to Omega's Tat Corner. You pester me with trinkets! Right. First up in the tat corner. You haven't done many of these, have you, Tom? No, no. Tat corners, no. One or two, I think. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, well, first up now, regular listeners uh, might remember some time ago, we reported on the Doctor Who Aquarium set. Yeah, you, did you mm, listen no. to that one, Tom? Uh, uh, yeah. No, you said regular <laughs> listeners. Oh, <laughs> damn, of course, yes. Well, anyway, they've um, released some new bits and pieces to drop into your aquarium tank. Um, they, look, they look quality, don't they? Yes. Yes, indeed. I've seen them and I, now, I, con- I concur. Now, funny thing is, they actually um, from a company called Pets. Can- well, it's done through Pets Canada. But I think the company makes them is called Cichlid, which is actually which is a fish. If you, in case you don't know, but right, a fish is making them. Yeah, fish is making. For <laughs> anglers out there, we'll know. Yes. Now, um, you appear to have added to the range uh, a, a massive Cyberman head, a Cyberman figure, uh, another Tardis, which I thought he came with the Tardis, didn't it? But I think that one's a bit more battered, isn't it? Ah, well, it does look a bit... What, like the fish? <laughs> wap, 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 Um Yeah, and I think there's another couple of Daleks there as well. A red a Dalek of, and a yellow Dalek. You could have a load of uh, goldfish in that bowl, though, couldn't you? You'll go in a TARDIS. It's much bigger in the inside, obviously. And uh, Where's yeah. this going? <laughs> well, they're going is in the TARDIS, obviously. Tom, you're trying too hard. It's a huge dimension (laughs) in there. You're very trying, actually. If you get a small little bowl, you can put loads of fish Fish in in. it because they're all going to the TARDIS. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. Thank you, Paul. I think what will actually happen, you watch them die. (laughs) (laughs) It's him floating to the surface, I think, Tom, what's going to happen. Oh, dear. Um, Yeah, so next up in the tack corner, um, there's some stuff on the BBC shop. You can get a uh, Doctor Who Dalek backpack. Marvelous. A Doctor Who Cyberman backpack as well. Ah. Um, now, if I just read the blurb here, um, it says, This backpack is perfect for your child to use for their pack lunch or play dates. Mm, okay. Zipped for easy access. Whoever heard that before? Uh, <laughs> adjustable back straps for comfort when carrying. Wipe clean material. Where have you heard that? Before? I've heard that before. <laughs> and... <laughs> And the uh, the Daleks one is illustrated with Daleks in three colours on the front, and yeah. the Cyberman one has got some a Cyberman very cartoonish looking things on there. Um, they retail for a price of seven ninety nine, yeah, which right. I don't think is overly expensive, is no. it? That's really? reasonable. However, uh, also on the BBC Doctor Who shop, there is a Doctor Who Matt Smith umbrella. Ah, yes. Um, now that is was retailed uh, yeah. at eight pounds. It's now been reduced to five ninety nine. Is Matt Smith often seen with an umbrella on the pro? I do watch it all the time, obviously. Of course. But, uh, um, yeah. Funnily no. enough, no. no. There was a, there was a plot point in the Christmas special, wasn't there? There was. There was. However, oh, yeah. the, the umbrella he had didn't have a picture of him in front of the TARDIS on, no. on four of the panels. And has that one actually got a handle? Is it, is it just the... No, it just it doesn't actually say... It, well, let me read the uh, the product description <coughs> to you. It says, This boldly coloured brolly will cheer up any rainy day. Ah, okay. like that. Four character illustrated panels and four plain panels. Um, easy grip handle for little hands. 
I've heard that before. Uh, <laughs> Pinch-proof, easy opening and closing mechanism. I've heard that before as well. And white, and again, white clean material. What happens? Don't they do a uh, adult version then? I want one. No. Oh, oh, oh sorry, Toe. Oh, I've got the manufacturer about that. Well, you, you could uh, sort of buy one under the pretense you bought it for your daughter, I suppose. Could do. You could, though. Or could yeah. you just knock two together or something? Like a double <laughs> a handled affair. That doesn't uh, work. No, I don't think it would, actually. Oh, no, right. no, not at all. Now, um, last up in Omega's Tack Corner this week. Um, we were a bit slow in reporting this. I think we should have had this one last week, but I, I just didn't. I just didn't see it, and I think other podcasts have probably already reported on it. But just in case you don't listen to them, yeah. uh, it's a company called Harlequin Goldsmiths. They've released some uh, 50th anniversary tat, um, very expensive 50th anniversary tat as well. Yes. Um, yeah, the first up was a miniature gold-plated TARDIS. Now, when I say miniature, we do mean miniature, don't we? Thirty millimeters tall. Oh, that's small. That is very small. Um, yes, it's sort of, they're all, uh, sort of nine, it's nine carat gold, apparently, and, um, 265 pounds. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's a bit, a bit bloody steep, really. Uh, now, apparently, this one, it's a limited edition as well. It's only, uh, let me see that's here. buy now before demand runs. Yeah, I know. It takes over. There's a, it's a limited edition of 50 pieces for oh. the, uh, for that gold-plated TARDIS, so... Hurry, don't don't dally and yes. get dialing, sending postcards and whatever you do these days. Um, now, there's another one, a miniature silver Time War Dalek. Um, that is £250. And oh. for that, that is um, also limited, limited run of 250 pieces, I believe. That's easy on the wallet. Um, you've got a silver ingot, uh, which has got the TARDIS embossed on it. Um, that is £52. I think there's only a thousand of them in the run. And finally, you've got a miniature gold plated Time War Dalek, and that is £265 as well. Uh, only 50 made. Uh, this one, let me have a look here. It is. 52 made. 50? Good guess. Oh, they? Oh, so, obviously, the gold ones are the ones to collect then, aren't they? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. So, um, <laughs> yes. Mm. Yes. I'm yeah. waiting for the platinum I, ones. I don't myself. think I'll be rushing out to buy the set somehow. Uh, I can't see no. many. £2.65, yes, I'll, I'll have them all in the can by now. But, well, uh, I know I said I want, to, I want to collect as much 50th anniversary memorabilia no. as I can, but... And think... people have heard you, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> does, he, does he say... Oh, of course he does. Yes, yes, I've listened every weekend. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I, th I think I'd draw a line at that, to be honest. Mm. Okay, then. Coming up is parts one and two of Destiny of the Daleks. So, for another week, then, that was the news. <laughs> Right then, everyone, it's time to kick off this commentary for January. And uh, as we've already previously discussed, we are doing Destiny of the Daleks episodes one and two this week. Oh, look, rocks. Yeah, we can't yeah. do more than that in one go. No, we can't. No, <laughs> no, we, we owe it to ourselves and you at home as well to sit through all four episodes of this. I've seen it myself, actually, the other day. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Um, and? Not one of his better ones. No, 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 it's not, is it? So, why, are we, why are we doing this to ourselves, for God's sake? What's wrong with us? Okay, then. Right, is everyone ready at home? Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. <laughs> are we all ready here? Yes. Fantastic. Yes. We got our beers? Yes. Yes. Tone's got his facts, as usual. I have, indeed. Fantastic. Okay, then, folks, we're going to be pressing play, then, in five, four, three, two, one, and play. And here we go. These are still... I think these are my favourite titles. Titles, really. yeah. Yeah. This was a grew up with them, really, more than anything else. But, uh... Very iconic. Oh, dear. Yeah, then it all goes... Oh, no, and Terry Nation, oh, dear. Episode one, oh dear. It says he wrote the story there, but I thought Douglas Adams wrote most of the story. No, I think he had a hand, a big hand in... He was a script editor. Ah. I think he rewrote most of the dialogue. He, he did, yeah. I think all this stuff with K-9 was Douglas Adams, wasn't it? Because Terry yeah. Nation didn't want to write anything for K-9, did he? No. And they didn't want K-9 in it because of the... Terrain, yeah. It? See, it was just too fed up with it. Yeah, 
which stopped the who public from getting the canine versus the Dalek <laughs> mashup that they wanted, wanted. yeah. <laughs> that would be interesting. Now, this is all Douglas Evans, and I must admit, I don't like this at all. So she's a Gallifreyan, then? That yes. was, um, that's Roman, this is now Romana 2. I've been reading Wikipedia, I've been you know, yeah. brushing up on a little bit of knowledge here and there. We mentioned Romana 1 during the uh, the news. news. That's right. Mary 10. And I was disrespectful, almost. No, you were. I oh, were. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll find you were. I just don't like this thing about selecting what she wants to look like, and it's all... Apparently that's a reused costume from Robots of Death. Mm. Ah. All accounts. Couldn't you have gone for that one? Yeah. If I could have kept the costume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is so stupid. I suppose there's there's only so much you can do with if you get, in every regeneration scene we've had the doctor trying on different outfits. Trying on different bodies. And there's no So this this was supposed to be the twist on that, wasn't it? But there's uh -huh. no reason for her to regenerate though. That's no. that's the ridiculous thing. It's just That's that's the fact that they could have actually if they could have actually have written something in at the beginning that she had to regenerate. Yeah, with an accident or something. Or just write her out totally, more. just completely write her out. Yeah. yeah. This would have made more sense rather than she just seemed to feel like a change. Yeah. And the bloke who um, had too much wall to do his scarf had to knit, knit another one by the looks of things. Yeah. This is the thing I, I noticed. And when the I'm same coat this. and uh, uh, everything. Uh, yeah. I know that Lala Ward's got a lot of fans out there as Romana too, but I'm sorry she was no substitute for Mary Tam. For, no. Not for me, anyway. No, I have to say that as well. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, a quarry. Oh. oh you got... I just look at that and I thought, they must have been the production car. Well, we've got to build it there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> What, under here? <laughs> ah. One, two, three, ten. You what, Tony? You're all right over there. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just uh, cal cal calculations. Doing a few calculations, yeah. All right, yeah. Right. What? what, what I've, got, I've got me ten facts. All right. I need to spread them across four. Yeah. So uh, let me see now. I'll do three of this one, two of the next, and when we come back, is it next week or the week? Next, next week, Next week, yes. and I'll do uh, two and then three. Ah, oh, okay. Let's, let's do Good. five. I'll do five this week. Yeah. Oh dear. Again, why would a robot have laryngitis? And it's not only that. Is the fact that they are the, the the real insides? You could see the battery held together with elastic <laughs> bands in it. <laughs> Sound effects of rocks falling. They're coming too soon. <laughs> yeah. Well, they are near a time machine. Well, indeed. <laughs> Just still being hit by the <laughs> disturbance caused by that materialising. Indeed. It's handy that all those rocks appeared underneath the tiles to keep it level, wasn't it? I'm afraid there's one big one there and it just shattered as it landed. <laughs> is this that Welsh one? Is it the, the well in Wales or this this quarry? No, this is pick. one of was it Dulcet or something? Dulcet, I think. Yeah, that was the like favourite one. <clears throat> yeah, wasn't it a slate quarry or sort of 
And I was it. Didn't they have a cover? It was a slate quarry and a chalk quarry where there was two they used to film in. That doesn't look overly chalky, that does it? No, no, it's a bit more slate, doesn't it? I think we need to get a geologist on this podcast just to help us out and see. Well, it would have been handy ah. there if he'd have picked that up and said chalk or slate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have solved all our problems. That geology thing is fact eight. <laughs> we'll come back to that next week. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's a concrete quarry. Ah, there you go. I didn't see that brick wall that was there. Tony, you've been very quiet. You've already said a word during this. I saw like um, biding my time. Enjoying it. <laughs> you can't be enjoying it. No, no, no. I'm uh, wishing some character hurry up and come along so I can read my first fact. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> We can just fast someone, forward through. I'm sure everyone will be quite glad of that, actually. Do, um, pleased, yeah. Oh, here we go. I could, I could do uh, replace fact one with number two. Maybe. Oh, come on, son. Radical. Come on. <laughs> Steady. I don't know if I should. Breaking all these laws here. Yeah. <laughs> go on, then. Oh, anyway, yes, yes, here we go. In fact, um, the former... Well, in fact, number two, he's uh, straight at the top of the charts now, number two. He's gone to number one. Right, here we go. Tom Baker Romana suffered from acute weighty polystyrenitis and found it immensely difficult to, to move props made out of polystyrene, suffering delusions of them being real rocks. Apparently so, yes, yes, very true story. Was that because they were very much in love at the time, you see? No. And they're just easily distracted by... Other things they couldn't concentrate. Um, if you want to put it that way, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we'll have it that way. <laughs> Just putting a bit of meat on the bone, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> now, were they having a fling at this point? Well, that's actually what I was going to say was what point because it's pretty much <clears throat> City of Death is the one with their very much, yeah. Just, I can't remember if they, it was this one as well. They were, uh, where did question, it start? It's a question of how they were shot. Um, yeah, the production quickly, order. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The thing in this story is it's spot the old costumes, isn't it? Oh, they have more rehashed costumes, are they? Yeah, you get a, a, there's a draconian costume pops up at one point. And a uniform from um, Planet of Evil. It's right now, there's sod off. <laughs> Winter peas. <laughs> Pick your own strawberries. I'd for winter peas, actually. <laughs> ah, they're in season, after all. Indeed. Ah. Well, they disappeared quickly. Where did they go? <clears throat> is this some of the polystyrene brick syndrome coming up now, Tom? It is, it is, yeah, yeah. It was positive leaping out the way. Yeah. <laughs> it was a packet of fags when I first saw it. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor fancies a smoke. Was <laughs> he smoking kills? <laughs> it's true. It causes cancer. He could tell that from looking at his dusty badge. 
It's incredible. <laughs> He's a doctor. Not of medicine, though. <laughs> ah, brilliant. Special effects. Uh, I'm not going to knock special effects because that's all there for the day. You were saying. Perhaps, perhaps it wasn't his badge. Perhaps it was a menu he had in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Winter peas are off. <laughs> ah. I think this is the sort of thing that is the classic Doctor Who, isn't it? The walking across. Yeah. Desolate of... um, lands and things. Well, walking across the top of a quarry. Yeah. <laughs> you waiting for this actor to turn up, Sam? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was just... just uh... <laughs> oh, is, that, is that the Mavellan ship? It is the Mavellan ship, yeah, yes. Of course. I recognise it from other episodes that didn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Tom, what other episodes did you recognise this ship from? I just well, saved myself. No, I like the idea it buries itself into the yeah. ground. I like that. Quite how it's actually managed to stay upright, though, is another question. But And the speed it's going there, it can come back in a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> It's also quite a clever idea because I suspect it's much easier to build it as it is. Yeah. No, it is. I, I, that's one of the few things I do actually like about this yeah. story. See, look, there you go. It looks... Yeah. But that, that that was probably easier to build than trying to build a ship with bigger legs and... Exactly. Well, they just wouldn't have done it. They wouldn't have had the budget for it. And budget plays a big part in this story, doesn't it? Oh, so I yeah. I was reading on Wikipedia. Basically, they had none. And obviously she didn't fancy running down there. Obviously not, no. So she, uh, <laughs> enters left of screen. Ah, sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do three facts for this show. Are you really? Oh, yes. What is it when they land on Scar that we bombarded with something? And that one I watched, I was never quite sure whether it was actually the ship firing at them. <laughs> yeah, I'd... well, it's supposed to be under what the explosives used for the the mining. Yeah, I'm assuming now it's the mining because that oh, ship yeah. is nowhere in eyesight, no. is it? So, <laughs> the only problem with this story, the set looks nothing like the set from Genesis of the Daleks, does it? It's meant to be the same place. I see. That's on the west side of Scaro, isn't it? You're, you're thinking about the east side where Genesis of the Daleks was set, if oh. I'm not mistaken. See? Yeah. See, that's why I hold all these facts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not a lot of people know them, you know. Very well done, Tom. Yeah. See? Polystyrenitis again. You see, that's what he suffers from. Seem to move rather easily there. Oh. How would canine do? I'd like to see that actually happen. I suppose I could cut it up. Could do, but how? Because you cut it down the middle. Yeah. At any point where he cuts it, it's going to crush the Doctor even further without you, jacking it up underneath. I think it would be a system well, of... no, but there's a point. If, if you cut it yeah. just this side... I know what you mean, but oh, then you're going to oh. halve the weight of it, aren't you? Oh, you're both wrong. True. It's going to be uh, ropes and pulleys. That's what K9 will be using. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, a silly system me. of ropes and pulleys. In fact, dog leads. Perhaps, perhaps you put him That's under it you can jack him up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, this is so Douglas Adams as well. Yeah.
no one holds Douglas Adams in such high regard. He's like, well, I'm, I'm touchable, sort of impervious to any sort of criticism, but yeah. I'm going to well, be controversial. Like I'm not one of his biggest fans. Ah. To be honest, I really am not. Ah, here we go. Oh, here we go. Okay, another, another fact, though. Here we go, a fact here. All right. Tim Barlow was once John LeMessurier's stunt double <laughs> and served him well in such action flicks as School for Scoundrels, Our Man of Honour, and Doctor in Love. <laughs> there we go. Uh, oh, we have, have we got an ankle sprain here? It's also good those explosions must telegraph when they're coming because she covered herself up before the first one went off. Was that only that you could see with the explosion because there's a big pile of peat on top of it? <laughs> <coughs> now this is so obviously a Terry Nation script because a big pile of rubble falls in front of the TARDIS. No. Must be a mobile going off, was it? Yeah. Well, here's the future, isn't it? After all, of yeah. course. Huh? John the Measure, a stunt double. <laughs> I did notice, though, Tom, when you read that out, you said the man, um, our man in Havana. Havana. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like a deep. Manly voice. Just wanted to say it in the sleaziest way possible. Yes, so far. <laughs> ah. How oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yes, I've. I think this is probably the worst costume design ever. I think for Doctor Who. Shall I throw my third fact in there? <laughs> because just as they've arrived. Go on then. Right, You're not going to gonna peek too soon with these, are you? I was doing three this episode. Oh, okay, yeah. this is the third and last. Okay, okay here we go. The Mavellans were based on the ancient Egyptians who were. Um... Oh, oh he's lost his place. Oh, no. This Look, is going read, well. I can't read my writing. <laughs> Boom. Boom. No, the Mavellans were based on the ancient Egyptians who were renowned, renowned for wearing silver wigs and fire-high space boots. <laughs> yep. Not fur-lined lizard skin thigh boots. <laughs> Unfortunately. Sort of got like wearing hair like like uh, Stevie Wonder had in your romantic phase. <laughs> yeah, beaded hair for a bit, didn't I they? I did. Oh yeah, he did. He did about nineteen eighty. Yeah. We'll be jamming to do the break of dawn. <laughs> is, that, is that one? Yeah, yeah. Why does he just talk to her? Because well, you can't hear her. You just said something. Do you really think that's wise? <laughs> I like the fact that that rope clings on for dear life around the thing there. Yeah, he does. <laughs> oh. I never noticed that before. Oh, dear. Much of the stage hand around. I'm just like tucking it around for it. Well, I'll leave that five minutes before you. <laughs> Interesting colour. You've got to be careful in a white suit, haven't you? You have, really, yeah. <laughs> you can't afford to take any chances. Ah, <laughs> he just the way he walked out there, sort of like, looked a bit sheepish, didn't he? It's a, it's a two flusher. <laughs> ah, yes, uh... Which one's Mr. Mercury's uh, special friend? Oh, Peter Straker. That's it. Here is he is. That's oh, the commander, isn't it? Yes. Uh, yes, but long believed to be. Freddie Mercury's one of his partners or something, a long term pa- friend and partner. Friend and partner, yes. Yeah, 
They were some amazing headphones I got on this. What is that? It was an old fashioned ear trumpet. I was going to say that. <laughs> <coughs> Hello? I did used to fancy Suzanne Danielle, though. Oh, no, she's I was wondering which one, which character that was. Oh, she was there, was she? Yeah, she's standing next to Peter Stryker. She's, right. she's now married to Sam Torrance. Yeah, for a number of years as yes. well. Yeah. I've heard of him. Golfer. Oh, him. Oh, uh... At the time, she was going out with Patrick, Patrick Moore. Patrick yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Who apparently was on set quite a lot because he was jealous. Do you know what? I can sort of believe that, actually. But... Ah. So, it's a tempestuous affair, is it? Like, allegedly, anyway. Ele- yeah, allegedly. Let's allegedly, yes. Mm. Like torrid, torrid. And allegedly, I believe it as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Well, I'm glad you both missed that one. <laughs> Our listeners might not when, we, oh, no. when they play it back. You want to repeat it, Tones, for our benefit? Oh, no, I'll just say something about the tempestuous affair. It's a Torrid Torrance, that's, that's all. That's why yeah, I said it, it wasn't, worth it. It, wasn't worth it. It really wasn't worth it. No. Why did you insist? Damn it! <laughs> Put you on the spot, mate. And at last, Daleks. I don't think they wanted to move. They don't want it to move. <laughs> no. So it's good to hear Roy Skelton doing the Dalek voice again. Oh, I do. Yes. I do like that. Ah, oh. as far as first episodes go, that was pretty crap. <laughs> Still, I'm sure it gets better. <laughs> oh yes, it's better to come. Where was David Yip? He's he hasn't been in it yet. Oh, he? No. Oh, oh right. <laughs> I think you'd probably have recognised him, wouldn't no. you? Really? Oh, he's not one of those people in the um, the prisoners, is he? Yeah, it's one of the uh, slave workers in a, yes. in a future ah. episode. I'll see if I can detect him next time. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, well done. Ah, oh, yes, yeah, so this is the start when Tom Baker had full reign, didn't he? Really, part of his uh, "I'll do what I like" powers. Okay, folks, that's the end of episode one. We should be back in episode two. I was taken captive. Right, folks, we're going to crack on then with episode two. So we're going to press play in five, four, three, two, one, and play. Right, here we go. Have you got a fact for over the titles, Tone? Because we will discuss the titles, or, or you try oh, to pace yourself. Oh, only got two only facts. Only two facts. Oh, oh, oh see, I've had the Make one up now on the fly. Make one up. Yeah, I think that could be libelous. I was going to say, our lawyers have got to check it first. <laughs> that's the first I time the series was called Destiny of the Daleks. Now, yeah, that's my fact. What? It was the first time they ever called a series Destiny of the Daleks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it's actually now the second time, actually. Oh, and now it's the second time. Yeah. See? Yeah. Off the cuff. What great insight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We get a rather lengthy recap now at the end of I the first say, episode, don't we? They pad these out, didn't they? Didn't they? Crikey. Obviously, Mr. Nation turned in a very short script again, didn't they? I'm surprised he didn't have a character called Tarrant in it. Just about every yeah. Terry Nation script's got a character called Tarrant. Huh. Did he write the character of Tarrant for Blake Seven? At that point, or had he sort of left the series a little bit? Oh, I can't remember now. Oh, was he involved? We're now Blake so Seven? bored with this. We're now going for a Blake yeah. Seven yeah, podcast. That was his. Ah. I couldn't see whether he'd actually fasten that rope or if it was hanging on by itself. <laughs> Do you know what? The best way to placate a Dalek <clears throat> is to move around as much as possible. Is it really? It is. Oh, damn! I'm wrong again. <laughs> Oh, well. 
Whereas this time, completely, someone take this black sticky stuff off of me. Yeah. I, <laughs> even that, I mean, the whole set looked cheap as well. And I mean, the Daleks themselves are in various states of disrepair, aren't they? They're terrible. A little bit. Uh... Very tough. They, they had one go at that shot, didn't they? Have it coming through. Yeah. So they couldn't afford to actually read. <laughs> dear, oh dear. It still looks cheap, and they still couldn't afford to have redone it if it had gone wrong. I just, I'd like to think things have changed, but they haven't really, have they, to oh, be honest? Man, well. Budgets are still tight. There he is. Oh, I'm just laying around. Just to measure it. <laughs> Oh, good. Back to the disco. Here we Your go. Fact, though. Yep. Some members of the crew were in a popular beat combo, the Ra Band. In between <laughs> takes, the video to Clouds Across the Moon was shot with Tom Baker providing distorted electronic backing vocals. <laughs> right. The Ra Band. I forgot about the Ra Band. <laughs> yeah, they were dressed like that, weren't they? They were, actually. like a race of robotic Rick Jameses, aren't they? <laughs> I've got a commander there. I wonder if he's ever been on, on top of Mercury. What? L- landed his ship on Mercury. That's what I was just saying, you know. That's yeah. a very poor joke, so... It was very poor. That's very poor. <laughs> no, I do apologise. Oh, God. Otherwise, it'll fall off. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fair point. We weren't talking about Mercury, Freddie Mercury, they were talking about the globe that Romana had a hand on, just in case anyone got confused there. <laughs> Look at the state of it, all the slats are broken off. And and that one's got a big oh. aluminium strip nailed to it. They've, they've been fighting in a war. <laughs> what, inside the BBC prop department? Oh, no, 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 I'll make Paul Ryan. Absolutely. Well, of course, this is going to be a lot more run down and things. Yeah. I don't think the Daleks ever did patching up, though, did they? Pedant. What? Once, once they'd upset people, they just walked off. And yeah. Left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Right. There's no one with the Dalek props at the back, but they sort of. Always some one of the some of the balls had come off, so you've got these vacuumed, um, sort of plastic ones on the back, and they don't look don't match the rest of the uh, the uh, prop, do they? They're terrible. Ah. Look at that big metal strip there. This whole shut up, bloody racket. Look there, look. They're sort of stuck on the back. Weren't there only two Dalek operators for this? Because that third Dalek didn't move, did it? Actually, it was in contemplation. <laughs> it, was his, it was his yoga period. Yes. <laughs> What's that about? Oh. The question is ethics there, Paul, was he? John? There's Jock. Oh, Jock on the show. Jock as well. There's Jock. McLaren from Porridge. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you reckon genial Harry Grout made him dress up like that to dance for him? (laughs) (laughs) John LeMessure impressions. I like these um, baskets, they're just chairs with the, with the padding taken off. <laughs> it's in case they need to sit down, isn't it, while they're going around? Where's Mr Yip? He's coming up, Tone, I think. Here he is. Ah. You look at any Chinese detective jokes now, you Tone. Oh, no, let me just do a bit more. That gold band round his head. Um, 
Reminds me of someone else. What, Lee John from Imagination? No. Monkey! <laughs> yeah. God, no. Yeah. I was wondering when he was going to say that. <laughs> I used to love Monkey. You know, he's yes, born from... the zoo came and took him back. <laughs> <laughs> Chipper feels weren't too best pleased when I nick that monkey. <laughs> I trained it to fling it everywhere. <laughs> Who's she? Yes, uh, someone. Shall I look at so I'll see who she is if she's uh, listed. Apparently she went to theatre school with Lala Ward. Oh, right, because oh. on Wikipedia, her name's in red, which means she's got no entry. entry. Ah, of course. Could look an IMDb, but I can't be asked. She was in the year above her, apparently. Oh, right. Oh, there you go. You've studied this a lot, haven't you? Ah. <laughs> I like the uh, Greek philosopher that just walked past then, actually. Oh, <laughs> Peter Strike, he looks like he looks like a sheep asleep, doesn't he? He's got that sort of long face. Do you think he had to tap him on the shoulder because he was deaf? So he knew it was his line. It might have been, actually, yeah. Ah, of course. Yeah, in case we didn't realise, he was practically deaf, Tim Barlow, wasn't he? He was, wasn't he, from uh, testing weaponry, wasn't it? Yeah, during the 50s. But now he's recovered half his hearing. Hmm. Had a new operation, didn't he? That's right. Actually, a lot of growing up, sort of like, like my granddad's friends are sort of like, from obviously we all fought in the war and I was in the artillery a lot of them had gone deaf yeah because ah. of the noise it looks like the sort of bloke would say like a red dwarf first I'm going to thrash you with an inch of your life and then <laughs> and I'm, I'm going, going to, to have, have you <laughs> yeah. it's rather sleazy <clears throat> There we have a costume from Planet of Evil right in front of the camera there. Ah. I haven't seen the Draconian one yet. I suppose technically they could get away with it. If that's all meant to have come from... From different... Just in fact, it's not, it's not a Draconian them. wearing it, though. That's the only thing. Yeah. Perhaps it was someone going to a fancy dress party. <laughs> <laughs> Doing a fact, huh? No, well, I'll go if you want. There's only two in this episode, isn't there? So. Yeah, you've done one, haven't you? Yeah, I'll, I'll wait till Mr. Baker comes along. And I'll, okay, um, yeah. okay. I remember watching this when I was a kid and thinking, this, this is brilliant, the Daleks are back. And then you watch it now, it's like, oh dear. This was the last script that Terry Nation turned in, wasn't it? And I, it, it was apparently because he was so. Wasn't that, isn't isn't the rumor because he was so disappointed with how much that Douglas Adams rewrote it? I think so. Yeah. Ah. The hell with this! It's Friday. God, come oh, on, yeah, it's but boring. This there isn't we it? go. Bloody hell. Tom Baker used to get exceedingly angry if any outsiders came anywhere near the set while shooting commenced. He'd subdue them with the Ashokan death grip, a move he uh, he picked up whilst lecturing in northern India. Ah. Nearly fluffed your lines there, Nearly didn't fluffed you? your lines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She wants to tap you on the shoulder when you got a start <laughs> It's my writing. I really, you know, write rather fast earlier on. You need a PA tone. I do, yeah. 
take down my notes. But not your trousers. <clears throat> oh dear, it's embarrassing me. Well, we've got to three dollar copyrights now. It wasn't one of these props for one of the original 1963. There was like one left. It went through all the production of the classic series. Hmm. Even up to start Revelation of the Daleks. It was still an original William Hartnell prop being used. That's how cheap it was. Ah. The state of it is all battered at the back there. Chipped, isn't it? Yeah, it's You think I could at least bought some black paint? Hey, oh, no. touched <laughs> it up. See what you're doing today. I'm touching up a Dalek. <laughs> Is that on the list of charges against Savile? <laughs> Did a Dalek come forward as well? <laughs> you touched me inappropriately. <laughs> oh dear. Sure, it's on the pepper pot where the bad <laughs> Second grill down. <laughs> Dear. Actually, the Dalek props here aren't as bad as the ones we see later on, though. Hmm. Uh. We have to wait till next week for them. Ooh. Did you say you, you there? Yeah. Yeah. Barney McGrew. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'd rather be watching Trumpton right now, actually. <laughs> actually, there's a strange link there, actually, because Brian Kent was in a Dalek story. Was he really? Yeah, he was in the... Um, oh, what was that massive one that Gene Marsh was in and Nicholas Courtney? It was one of the lost ones. I can't remember what it's called now. Is it the Dalek Master Plan? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, he was in that. He gets killed off very... I think he's in the opening episode. He gets killed off very quickly. Oh, so obviously, like, like Roy Castle, he, he was an actor first of all, sort of thing. Yeah. Ah. But you know, Roy Castle wasn't an actor. Oh, he was? No, he was like well, a cabaret. Carry on, wasn't he? No, he, was like, he did like the cabaret um, no. clubs and stuff. Who's that one? John Craven was an actor. He's been in a few things. No. I'm sure he has. No. Oh, God. Was it a pantomime? I'm thinking <laughs> <laughs> Good God. Getting a real insight into your mind here, Tony. I'm sure John Craven's acted in something. I'm sure he has. Damn it. What's it Keith Chegrin? Keith Chegrin was an actor. Oh, Cheggers. It might have been Cheggers. He was in those Children's Film Foundation films. Ah, that's it? right. And Open All Wales. I'm not, sorry. Open All Wales. Yes, he was in that episode. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was. Right, he was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Now reduced to dancing on ice. Was he? Yeah. Oh, dancing for pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Check win. Dance. Dance. <laughs> <coughs> That's a powerful image, isn't it? Oh, something happened. This is so boring. Sake. Mm. Oh dear. Why would they have done that? <laughs> yeah, why? Why? Nothing sure. makes sense in this. I'm sure, it's, it's gotta be easier to go down than to try and bar up. Surely. <laughs> I'm glad they've got that flap down the front of his... Uh... 
Buffalo <laughs> shot there, otherwise. <laughs> we can see his red hot poker. <laughs> <laughs> Which one was that? Was that was Jock, McLaren. Was oh, McLaren's, McLaren's dead. Did he have any lines? No, not yet. Obviously. Oh, but yeah. Is he resurrected at all? Or was he, uh... Yeah, because you find out why next week. Oh, of, course. of course. I remember now. Yes. Obviously, don't want to spoil it. The way just out, yeah. he comes alive next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might actually be this episode. God. I can't remember that. To be honest, with you. they're all taken by surprise by the fact Daleks might be coming to the Dalek control room. I oh, know. <laughs> oh, what's that one? Didn't it hop? <laughs> just just it hop over the over the camera cables there. Oh dear. Even the action's boring, isn't it? <laughs> just having an afternoon stroll. stroll. <laughs> Bloody hell. There are two Daleks right behind them and they can have a stop, have a nice chat. What's those green things on I'm the just on their Ken, arms Ken Grieve, the director, this is the only one he did. Yes. Ah. You oh, can see they, why, really, can't you? What do they need with those test tubes? What's, what's their angle there? Uh, just a bit of decoration, oh, actually. There's something decoration. on their belt, though, which comes into play. Ooh. But then again, you would know that, Tony, because you've watched it. That's right. Well, I have, actually. You have, well, exactly. I've watched them. And here we have the very first use of the steady cam on ah, British television. Yes, yeah, I've read that on Wikipedia. Oh, there you are. Very polite, aren't they? Yeah. Because then the Daleks are after them, they actually sort of after you. No, after you. <clears throat> oh, that is a terrible line. You can hear the pedals being pushed around there. There, oh dear. Was Ken Grease's intent not to have any dramatic music at all to give the, the, the scenes a bit more tension, a bit more oh, room for something, you know? Yeah, it should be a bam, 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 yeah. bam. Yeah. It's just a lot of walking about, isn't, isn't there? it? Oh, it's yeah. just terrible. At least they've got real rocks this time. What's another one? Pick your own apples. <laughs> That's what I meant to say, actually. Yeah. When the Daleks capture her and have her hooked up to the machine that can tell whether she's telling the truth or not, they don't spot that she's got two hearts and probably could be a Time Lord. Ah, so that's true, they don't, do they? Fair point, yeah. Yeah. It proves how poorly conceived this whole story is. When you think this is coming off the back of Genesis of the Daleks. Yeah. Oh, is it the one after Genesis of the Daleks then? Well, that's not the one after. I was say, that was the last Dalek story was Genesis of the Daleks oh, was, before yeah, this one. That's an, an absolute classic. Um, it's a classic, yeah. yeah. Well, it is to a lot of fans anyway. I think the only other claim to fame with Suzanne Daniel, apart from the Sam Torrance and Patrick Mower connections, was the fact she was in 
carry on Emmanuel, which perhaps he put killed, the, the series. killed the series. Oh, that's right. Mind yeah. you, it was going downhill because you had yeah. carry on England before that, and that was atrocious. Yeah. When my dad, he, he went out because it was it wasn't available for years. Karen Emanuel never been shown on television, or and it finally got released on VHS. And my dad bought it, and I think because he was expecting something a little bit saucy, <laughs> and it wasn't. <laughs> I don't know what he was expecting, like, like some, <laughs> some sort of pornography out of a Carry On film. But the it's thing was, like, Kenneth we... Williams hard at it. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing was, though, we all sat down to watch it as a family. <laughs> Well, I usually did that with the pole. <laughs> <Yeah>, exactly. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> 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 it's Sunday dinner, a bit of hot lesbian action. There's that night you can't put one over. So I've got something a little bit different for you tonight, <laughs> everyone. First family. There's uh, big boys in boots. <laughs> Now I complete your education. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. And here we have David Goodison as Davros. Who's still alive? Who didn't quite fit the mask either. Or the chair. No. Which becomes painfully obvious when he wakes up. Well done. He's stating the bleeding obvious. <laughs> Again, they couldn't even dis- they can't disguise polystyrene. There's no way you can do it. Ooh, cliffhanger. You can see Randy's mouth now, it's not doesn't fit. Oh dear. I had to touch it up as well, didn't I? Yeah, very mm, oh, it's very poor. Bit. Yeah, the, the yeah, the, the worst is yet to come. But however, that's not until next week. Yes. Indeed. Yes, yes because we're, we're done with to recover. Yeah, we're I done with this wait. now, aren't we? Let's oh. get some strong alcohol in. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh dear. Oh well, oh John Nathan Turner, I forgot he was uh Production assistant, wasn't he? Yes. So, yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's it. The tone's yawning. <laughs> so that's a damn good time to uh, <coughs> and coughing. It's a damn good time to call it a day, I think, for this yes. this week. Indeed. So, uh, yes. So we'll be back next week with episodes three and four of Destiny of the Daleks. I yeah. bet you can't wait. We can't, can we? Mm. No, we're just glad it's a four-parter. Yes, we are indeed. Oh, God, imagine if there's six parts. Oh, Jesus. Right, okay then, folks. So we're gonna we're gonna tootle off now and uh, have a drink. Yes, yes. Like sound, and try and wash the taste. Of yes, it. and wash the taste of the first two episodes out of our, out of our minds, eyes, ears, and mouths. Yes, because we've been licking it. Is <laughs> <laughs> that another one of the videos? You're <laughs> now on Lick DVD. The video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Before any more. Um, these facts are made up about my children, by the way. This didn't happen. Good. I'd like to stress that fact right no, now. No, no, no. The only facts that are fabricated are tones. <laughs> dare you. <laughs> right then, folks. So, sources. for this week then, it is goodbye from me, Phil. Goodbye from me, Paul. And goodbye from me, Tony. Goodbye. listening to the Who's He podcast. Please visit our website at who's-he.co.uk 
or follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast.